Hello and welcome, my fellow rivals, to another episode of Game Rivals. I'm your host, Maximilian X, and with me today on this very special, spoopy episode of Game Rivals, I have the lovely Umbrellas. Say me. hi to the audience, Umbrellas. Hello, audience. It's me, Umbrellas. Could you introduce <laughs> yourself to everyone? <laughs> um, of course. Uh, well, first of all, thank you for having me, Max. Um, yeah, of it's course. such an honor to be here. For those of you listening, um, I am Umbrella, so you can call me Umbra or Umbi. Uh, I am a self proclaimed horror streamer in training. Um, and the in training part kind of comes from how I stream horror games, but the whole purpose is because I'm extremely easily frightened. It's kind of like exposure therapy or you know i kind of try to play games that are increasingly scary to try to get over my fears uh so yeah it's a little bit about me yeah well thank you for that and uh don't worry you're not the only one that gets scared very easily when it comes <laughs> to games i think we i think i've proved that enough when i played fatal frame on stream so oh gosh um so yeah this is going to be a very special episode uh for you guys is going to i'm going to be interviewing umbrellas uh, about uh, how she got into streaming, what her background is uh, with uh, video games. Uh, and uh, yeah, we're just going to take it from there. So yeah, Umbra, um, I know that we met through through uh, Twitch. Uh, I think the way we met was uh, another friend of ours, yeah. uh, Naomi Lasagna. She rated your stream, um, and that's how we got to know each other and, um, you know, we got to follow each other and support each other uh, on our yeah. streaming journeys together. But um, I kind of want to know, because I don't think we've talked about it a lot. Mm -hmm. um, how did you like get into gaming in general? Gaming in general. I, I feel like this is going to sound kind of corny, I guess, or very almost typical, but I kind of grew up with gaming. Um, <laughs> I guess I mean, like, you know, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the first game I ever really started with was like Bubble Bobble. And Ooh, it wasn't nice. like, you know, the one where you shoot the balls to the similar balls. It was the one, I think actually it was remade for the Switch recently. Where oh, you, you mean shoot the, 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 the platformer one? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So before the Switch released that remaster, it was so difficult telling people that that was my first game that I've ever played because they were always like, oh, it's the arcade one. Yeah. Where, you know, you... <laughs> I was like, no, yeah. please. <laughs> um, so I would play that. I also played Duck Hunt um, with my sisters. So it was kind of like a way for us to connect a little bit. Um, and I guess kind of growing up as I kind of made friends, you know, I, I didn't really come from like a super technologically, uh, I guess, <laughs> um, <laughs> natural background. <laughs> so a lot of the friends or, that I had, I would go over to their houses and play uh, games and things. One of the games that I actually grew up with, uh, well, the first one that really stuck with me was Pokemon Stadium, oh. uh, <laughs> where they had yeah. all the mini games. Uh, so, you know, you're an elementary school kid. Uh, what's better than seeing your favorite Pokemon running across the screen and trying to count the ball. <laughs> <laughs> did you have um, the um did you have the Game Boy games as well to connect to it or Oh, so I actually did not have the system uh for Pokemon Stadium. Oh. So I would have to go to a friend's house to play it. But what uh, like okay, for okay. me, I think my first 
console that like I, I had personally was probably uh, Game Boy Color. I got the purple one, which I feel Ooh, like not choice. a lot of people had. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I loved it. I put stickers on it. I had like, you know, the little worm light, I think they were called, where mm-hmm. they're like, yep. And then, you know, you got to try <laughs> playing in the car with the street lights. And yeah, so that Good was. Good luck with that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking to a very specific crowd of people right now. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Anybody that owned a Game Boy, regardless of which one, except for like maybe the Game Boy Advance SP, knows exactly yep. what you're talking about. <laughs> Yeah, so I guess, like, uh, that kind of, when I grew up, well, I guess the first time I, let's, like, fast forward through, you know, Mario, mm. Pokemon, <laughs> um, and then when I started growing up a little bit more, so let's say, like, late high school, I started getting into uh, computer games, so I feel like once I kind of touched computer games, I never, I don't want to say never, but I didn't really look back, so it, it's, it's, I don't want to say it's sad, but um, the first computer game that I actually got into was League of Legends. Uh, and for those of you who are listening today, Max and I have actually dressed up for this very special episode of Game Rivals because it is October. Uh, yeah. So uh, Max has actually got some Kratos face paint on and I actually have a boy. Uh, <laughs> I have a boy. <laughs> uh, but I have a little costume of uh, Pajama Guardian Lulu, and Lulu is my favorite uh, champion from League of Legends. So I uh, played that game for like years. I played from season three to season 10 regularly, and now I kind of play like here and there. Uh, and then the other kind of game I got into was Overwatch after that. So those have kind of been like my gateway let's say (laughs) into pc gaming um interestingly enough i didn't actually play a lot of single player games until i started streaming uh, which has been really interesting so uh yeah i guess it might be like almost an inverse (laughs) journey for some people i mean i'm pretty sure like the pc master racer like oh yes another (laughs) one in the our ranks welcome we welcome all who joined the PC Masters. No, but um, yeah, I mean, you we, you started off from console gaming and then you got into PC gaming. And to yeah. be fair, that's kind of a similar journey that I made, at least in terms of like getting into PC gaming. Because when I grew up, um, the PCs that my dad used to buy was like the first mm-hmm. PC that we ever had was like this used like office thing. And the best oh. thing... The, the thing, the, the the like the thing that it could play on it was like the synth. I don't know if mm. you know that one, but it also appeared on PlayStation, which, which is like this first person, um, like what do you call it, a submarine shooter, mm-hmm. and it was super difficult to control because you had to use like WASD and arrow keys because you had oh, to use no. the WASDs to move and then the arrow <laughs> keys to like aim and stuff, and it was super Ooh. weird and awkward for someone who has never played some done something like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, my PC could not play like Doom or whatever because it was mm-hmm. just just Definitely. that bad. Like the the one of the first PC games I ever played was uh, Alley Cat on uh, f- from IBM, mm. and it's this super basic DOS game where you play as an alley cat, as the title, um, <laughs> and you're trying to get points as much as possible before you die, um, <gasps> and. Yeah, I mean, there's there's like everything I was trying to kill you. People, oh my gosh. items, guard dogs, 
it's it's horrible, but it's funny. <laughs> Alley it's, cat walks so Stray could run. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Without Alley cat, we would not have Stray. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's how I wasn't really a PC gamer even back then. I was yeah. like, no, I play consoles. You know, I have a, I have a mm-hmm. Nintendo. I have a PlayStation. Yeah. But it wasn't until the the early two thousands when we got a decent PC, like a Packard Bell. Um, where I was able to play stuff like uh, RTS games um, mm. uh, and stuff like that. So yeah, like it feels like anybody that grew up like in the in the early to mid nineties, yeah. Um, if you weren't able to afford a PC, you were by default a console gamer. Um, that, and then yeah, like, the and then go and then going into it, <laughs> you know, getting older when you're finally able to afford stuff. Yeah. Like, oh yes, I can actually afford like a cool. Co- computer yeah so yeah i mean that's really cool so you don't have to that don't worry about that that's all that's all good i'm pretty sure that a lot of people can relate on that one (laughs) but what i think that a lot of people might not relate to um and that's because you know you have to really want to do this and that is of course streaming um and it's something that we both do um i already know why why you're doing it but maybe it's nice for the audience to also know how you not uh, not only got into streaming, but why you decided to go into streaming in the first place. Yeah. Um, I feel like the when I decided to go into streaming was kind of different when I actually did it. So mm-hmm. when I feel like I decided to stream, I wanted to kind of think about what I wanted to do. And I <laughs> I had never played a horror game before streaming. Wait, never seriously? Watched, never. Ever. Wow. Uh, I've never watched horror movies and you know that Max, but like anything (laughs) remotely like scary, I, I would stay away from. And I'm fairly certain this came back to the scary maze game when I was 10 years old that someone sent me, but, (laughs) but, um, I was like, okay, so what do I like? What's the content that I enjoy watching? I enjoy watching people get scared, but I also like watching people experience horror games because I'm like kind of curious about it. I just don't like you know, I don't like getting scared. I just want to know the story. <laughs> <laughs> so I figured that if that's something that I would like, then that would be the idea that I would want to do when I started streaming. So mm-hmm. this didn't ever really kind of start for probably a couple months because I was kind of nervous about it. Um, it's it's kind of a big thing, right? Like the first step you do, the first stream you do, it's a lot. So yeah. I kind of just like, I was like, oh, I'll do it like next time. Oh, I'll do it next time. And then um, I guess there was like a certain point in my life w- where I was like feeling like I didn't have a lot of control. So I feel like I grew away from a lot of friends that I was with. Like I was in a friend group for about maybe three years. I feel like I grew apart for them. Um, the current or the job that I had at the time uh left me with not a lot of time to myself i was feeling very stressed anxious and um at that point i was like hey you know what i want to be able to do something where i can kind of take control again of something and kind of i guess nurture it and in a sense i wanted to be able to find people that i can kind of find have like a relatability with and kind of just i guess find communion and friendship in and that was kind of the big i guess the big bang for me <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay oh, is it okay <laughs> yes it's it's pretty heavy and i i didn't realize how much i moved my head around until now <laughs> ah. 
Okay, so, um, so you decided to get into streaming because of those reasons. Yeah. And how how has the journey been for you so far? Because it's uh, been like two years now. Yeah. So this October is going to be two years. Um, it's interesting because I feel like the first year of my journey was a lot of just focusing on growth, focusing on you know I want to just keep doing like special things. So sometimes we'll do streams where uh, we celebrate certain things. So we've done uh, pride streams. We've done streams celebrating Black History Month, uh, Asian Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Um, And I don't know. It just, it just, I don't know. I I think I actually forgot the question as I was going on. Uh, No, I mean like, yeah. So my question was um, like, how has the experience been for you so far over the past two Uh, years? (laughs) Uh, The first, so the first year has really been just so much about growth. And I think the second year has mostly been, I think finding my footing as a creator Sometimes, you know, it's not always going to be like going upwards. Sometimes you plateau. Sometimes you don't feel like, you know, you're doing your best. And um, and I think it's not just with streaming, right? Like everyone kind of goes through their own journeys. And I think the streaming journey and the personal growth journey, a lot of times they'll intersect. A lot of times they'll be parallel. Um, so there's definitely been ups and downs. Uh, but the second year has definitely been a lot about being grateful for what I have and focusing my energy where I don't have to burn out a lot because creator burnout is just so much more common than we think. Mm. Um, And I've caught myself burning out a little bit. So I want to learn how to manage my time and energy in the most efficient way possible while still being able to lead and develop a community and enjoy these silly moments we have uh, you know, as a bunch of scaredy cats. <laughs> <laughs> scaredy cats unite. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. So it's, I mean, that that's a hundred percent true, right? The whole, um, trying to figure out how to do things. I mean, I had the same thing mm-hmm. multiple times. Yeah. Uh, Cause I think we've talked about this before where I was like, yeah, I, when I originally started streaming, like back in 2014, um that was me trying to get into streaming and like yeah. it was a completely different landscape right because <laughs> you had you had the you had the affiliate program but for for one i did not know how that worked or how to get into it right um, so i did not have that aspiration back then to like mm-hmm. level up for me it was more sharing i mean it, it still is but for me it was more sharing my experience playing games and playing yeah. different kinds of games uh, and basically whatever game that was available to me to play on stream. So it was usually just PC games right. uh, until I got like a very cheap uh, capture card to, uh, uh, well, cheap capture card <laughs> to, uh, to actually stream, you know, from like my, from my Wii U back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and even, even then when I had more time to stream versus now, um, you do notice like, Oh, uh, maybe I should do something else or yeah. um, is this actually working? Cause mm-hmm. at, at a certain point you do reach a point where you, you do have an audience. Yeah. And back then, as it is now, I had an audience and I have an audience now that mm-hmm. I can essentially rely on being there um, whether or not I think there's going to be an increase or not. 
Yeah. And it does that keep that momentum going forward. But at a certain yeah. point, you do start to feel like, am I, is, am I still enjoying this? You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and getting, and getting there and then thinking about, okay, like, what can I do yeah. to like broaden my, like do become a better creator. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course, you know, you, you try to look at other people and what they're doing and seeing if that is something that might work for you or not. Yeah. Um, but for some, for these kind of things, you need to take a break and like reevaluate yourself and reevaluate yeah. what you've been doing and, you know, what needs to be done um, going forward. So it was nice to see, you know, like uh, other creators such as yourself um, and Naomi and others um, taking a break this year, mm-hmm. even if it was just for a couple of weeks, um, yeah. which is good because I did that like last year Yay. when I went on vacation for like a month. Well, mm-hmm. I was essentially forced to um, <laughs> because I was you going on vacation. <laughs> uh, I don't think I was missed because I was like in everybody's stream. <laughs> I missed it. I missed it so much that I was like in everybody's stream. I'm like, there's like, instead of like the, the regular, like six to nine hours difference, it was more of a eight to 10 hour difference. <laughs> and it's like, I don't care. I, I'm, I'm at home and I'm sitting in my room with like mm-hmm. Airco. So, you know, I'm just going to check and see who's online <laughs> say hi <laughs> on my limited internet. <laughs> it's like, oh my gosh, this is so, like, this is so bad. I'm on vacation. And I'm still thinking about streaming. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's good to take that time off and it's not yeah. just, and it, this works on every level, right? The same, this yes, is the same definitely. reason why you take vacation when you're from work, um, because if you're just doing work all the year around, you're going to go insane. and gonna burn mm-hmm. out um so if you're looking at it from that perspective and you take that break and then like reevaluate yourself you're like do you still enjoy this do you don't yeah. still enjoy this i've seen people come back from a break i've seen also people being like you know what it was fun i mm-hmm. i did my thing i'm moving on <laughs> to other things and that's fine there's nothing wrong with that you know people mm-hmm. have to be allowed to like do the things that they that brings them joy and yeah, if definitely. like streaming stops bringing you joy, you shouldn't force yourself yeah. to like continue to do it. Even if, um, even if you think like, oh, I will, I'll be disappointing people. I'm sh- like, mm-hmm. there, of course, there are going to be people that are going to be disappointed, but there are also going to be a lot of people that support you in the, whatever decisions you take. So yeah, um, it's good to have that perspective. Uh, I mm-hmm. feel at least when it comes to streaming. Um. So we so we talked about like the the horror games that you streamed. Um, I I'm actually kind of curious considering I've seen you stream a lot of horror games and and it's not just the horror games that tends to like get you jumpy. It's literally the the community itself <laughs> that gets you that that is very good and like scaring you and. <laughs> I will say I am guilty of that. <laughs> I was going to say Max is the one who always has the knocking sound alert. And oh I swear God. that what? gets me like nine out of ten times. <laughs> you want to know what the funny part is? I would like before I even met you, I was setting when I was setting everything up and I was going through like the sound effects that I wanted on my stream. Mm-hmm. That was one of the first ones that I came across, <laughs> but it scared me so much. <laughs> Because, like, I was hearing it in my headphones, and it's yeah. stereo. So the knock goes from left to right, and then from right yeah. to left. And it's, uh, like, it, it shocked me so much. I was like, I am not putting that in there. I like to be 
to be shocked, but I'm not putting that in there. So I ended up putting other stuff in there, like the cricket tune sound. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I come came on your stream and I saw that you had it on, I was like, <laughs> oh, wait, let me see. Let me see if this actually works. And then I did it the first time. I was like, oh, oh I have my new favorite time. So for like a really long time, I used to do the knock effect on your stream a long time. Now I pick and choose when I need to, except for when I like feel like, oh, your streaming is about to end and I'll like do a quick knock <laughs> just to let me know like, oh, hey, I'm, I'm here. I'm knocking on your door. <laughs> it's actually me knocking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, like outside of that, like outside of, you know, the game scaring you and the community yeah. scaring you, you've played a lot of games that are yeah. very scary what is to you the scariest game that you've played oh resident evil 7 i did not even have to hesitate on that answer wow really <laughs> really because i seem oh, to remember like i seem to remember a game that you actually quit i don't even remember if you actually went back to it overseer uh- uh, I think it was Observer. So that Observer, one, sorry. Observer, objectively, sorry. it's yeah. actually not that scary. Oh, wait, did and you I, go back to funny. that? It's funny. I can say it now that it's not scary, but I haven't <laughs> gone back to it. I'm not sure if I want to. I might. <laughs> but I feel like when I played Observer, it was very early on when I started yeah. streaming. And I was just, I was so nervous of everything. Like, everything was so scary. There's, like, a um, stealth part, and I... I still am not, I hate stealth things. Like, I just, I don't like waiting. I don't like the suspense, you know? Like, that. Really? <laughs> I like, that's, that's the that's part, part that oh, scares wait, me. Have, have you played Alien Isolation yet? No, it's on my list Ooh. of games to play, but I feel like it's that on is like. very stealthy. It keeps going like lower and lower on the priority <laughs> list. <laughs> the more I keep hearing about people saying how like scary and difficult it is. <laughs> I, I did consider playing it, but I have no... I don't think I have a way to play it right now. Mm. But yeah, it, 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 I was actually kind of looking forward to... Okay, Resident Evil 7, all right. Because you also played Resident Evil 8. Yes. So you're saying um, 7 is still scarier than 8. Yes, although Resident Evil 8 had the one fight or area that everyone knows, and I'm not going to say which one it is, just in case mm. some people haven't played it. Like, they know... Yeah. <laughs> Um, seven and just the atmosphere of the house, Baker House in the beginning. Mm. Oh God, dread! I wanted to throw up. You know, like it was, it was horrible. So I, I even had people who were helping me, like walk, literally read me a walkthrough as we streamed the game, and I was still yeah. like scared. I like, I just, oh gosh, it was. I, I could tell, like you know, I was like, well, I'm like, I'm pretty sure this game is bad for my health. <laughs> Well, I mean, there were—I mean, there were some that helped you through the game that also kind of set you up for scare stuff. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah, uh, I haven't played either. I'm gonna be honest; I haven't played either yet. I've only played the demo of eight, mm. uh, and I haven't played seven because at the time I didn't have. Uh, right. I didn't have a PlayStation back, so mm-hmm. I didn't have a PlayStation Four to play it. Now I have like the Series S. Um, so I might return to those eventually, <gasps> but I don't think I would stream those mostly really? because no, because mostly because I want to experience it for myself. Oh my! Um, you want to experience it alone? <laughs> yeah, I mean that's how I played Resident Evil Four. Oh, I played it gosh. alone. 
<laughs> Which, honestly, I kind of feel like Ooh. we should get you to play a Resident Evil 4 because I don't think that one is actually that scary. I I do want to get to 4 Remake. I've heard that one is fair. Like, it's really good, but I don't yeah. know anything about either. Yeah, it's, this, it's, like, it's, the pretty, it's pretty good. I, play, I played the demo oh, of that, that one as well. I desperately need to get that one. But I have, <gasps> so, I have so many games on my pile of shame. It's just... <laughs> Pile I'll get to shame. it when I, that's what that's what we call man it's a pile of shame because it's a lot of games and you you pick them up and you start playing them or you don't even play them at all and it's like oh they're no. just sitting there looking at you from the shelf and it's like yo what's up you know like we like are we gonna do this or what it's just the reserves you know <laughs> <laughs> i mean so so, so it's, i mean i'll get to it it's it's fine it's, it's fine i'll get to it um okay so i Considering that you do have a list of games that you do want to get to on stream, yep. um, is there any particular game that you're looking forward to play on stream? Oh, I well, the last game that I was like really looking forward to playing was Hellblade: Sinuous Sacrifice, and we just finished that. Also, yep. the new one's coming out, I think, next year. So I'm already excited Assuming for that. Assuming they finish it, because they're still working <laughs> on that. I don't think they've given us a date on that one actually. So I just keep I hope it's it next, next year. year. They did show a new trailer this year. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, so yeah. So at Mm -hmm. least we know that, you know, it's progressing, the development. Yeah. And that should take their time. They shouldn't rush it. I think like Alan Wake 2 is supposed to be coming out. Oh, it's coming out this October. Yeah. So it's all it's there's so many games coming out in this month. It's It's crazy. It's exciting, but then the list keeps growing and growing. And, you know, it takes time to play through games, right? So then, oh, gosh, it's like, should I be happy that there's a bunch of games to be played? Or should I be sad that this keeps getting bigger? Wait, are you going to play Alan Wake? Like, not two, but like the first one? Uh, I'm actually excited for Alan Wake 2 because the first game I ever streamed was Alan Wake 1. Oh, wait. So it's got a little place in my Oh, that was before before we met. Wow. Damn. Okay. All right, so, so you know it's it's old. Actually, did you actually enjoy playing Alan Wake? Um, I I did. I want to say, but like there, that was when I like first started streaming. So now, sometimes I can knock out like a six hour stream, no problem. When I first started, yeah. I was like struggling to get like two hours because I was like so scared of the game. Every small <laughs> thing that made a noise, like it was you would. It's it's literally been night and day from when I first started streaming to like how scary i thought things were to now where i'm like sometimes i can actually sprint through some horror game areas and i'm very proud of myself yeah. for that yeah i mean yeah i mean you're, you're living up to the in training part right really well <laughs> no like i've said this i've said this before on a stream and I'll, I'll say it again um like you're from the moment that i met you to like now like there are less moments in games that get you scared right? than when when i first saw you streaming because then it was really easy to get you scared. Like right? just, like just the just the honk sound effect yeah. on your stream would get you jumpy every time. Now it barely like registers. You just well, except for the the honk for for like when an ad is coming up. Oh gosh, that one yeah, still, that... That one still <laughs> gets you. But I think it's because of the reverb on the honk. <laughs> but it's 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 it, yeah. Okay, so Ellen Wake two. Damn. Okay. I kind of wish I could have seen that one. Um, all right, so Alan Wake Two is on the list. Yeah, cool, and it's on Game Pass, so that should make <gasps> it super easy to. It's, wait, wait, is it on Game Pass? 
I have no idea. <laughs> I, now, I'm, now I feel like I'm saying something that might not be true. I don't know if it's on Game Pass. I'm assuming it's on Game Pass because for whatever reason, I'm associating Alan Wake with Xbox, and I don't know why. Mm. But um, I think it's because of Remedy. But no, mm. like I don't know if it's on Game Pass. Don't assume that it's on Game Pass. But if it is on Game Pass, <laughs> hey, good, good on them. Um, okay, cool. I mean, so is that the next game that you're going to play, or is the, what's the next game that you're playing? Because you're currently playing through um, Scorn, right? Yes. So yeah. I'm hoping to finish up Scorn. Um, and then after that, the next thing we're actually going to be doing is Dark Souls 3. Oh. Um, so Wait, we... how did that get on the top of the list? <laughs> so we actually did Dark Souls 3 as a charity subathon earlier this year and basically (laughs) (laughs) the idea was that i've never played a from soft game or souls like anything like that so um, i wanted to do a -a subathon for charity where i would just be playing through dark souls or as much of it as i could and every Mm. time someone would donate uh to the charity it would add a bit more time for me to keep playing so um we got through up to the abyss watchers which was an insanely for me for me (laughs) Asterisk was a difficult <laughs> fight. I remember being like, that was probably the most frustrated I've ever been on stream. And after we finished the charity subathon, I was like, okay, you know what? Like, we're just going to table Dark Souls. I'm like, I can't with these Abyss Watchers. Uh, I'm tired of this. I wasn't like tired of it, but I was just tired of like losing. You know? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so trust me. It. I'm pretty sure there are a lot of people that relate to that. Yeah. Um, so. Because October is my stream anniversary, I figured that, you know, we could just give it another good old try and finish it to the end. So I had a redeem where people could um, help me in Dark Souls 3 because I figured that I'm probably if I were to play this on my own and only Mm. on stream, I would probably take another like three months or so. (laughs) (laughs) So it was also a nice way to kind of bring like people from the community onto the stream to uh, help me through a game and kind of share a little bit about them with the community as well. So. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Yeah. All right. So con- considering that the, the end of the year is coming up and you're, you know, you're in, in your second anniversary, do you have any kind of like outlook towards uh at least the next year of streaming um mm. or um just like gaming in general outside of streaming for yourself um mm. is there anything that you're in particular maybe looking forward to or um like in terms of like a game release or uh, mm. a game that you might play on stream uh eventually Ooh, so <laughs> the the next game release that i'm actually excited for i'm not even gonna be playing it on stream <laughs> No, that's uh, fine. That's fine. That's fine. We're a game podcast. We can talk about other games outside of streaming. It's it's funny because this is actually like a game past release. Uh, so oh, it's, cool. And I, I think I mentioned it to you personally before, Max. It's going to be the Persona 5 uh, tactics game. Yeah. Oh, God. I have not played a tactics game in like years. I haven't picked up the, what is it, Mario and Rabbids one. I remember mm-hmm. you were mentioning that it was good. And I was like, ah, oh, it's really good. It's really good. Yeah. Uh I just I just it, haven't picked so it up. People people <laughs> I think a lot of people underestimate how good 
that game is mm-hmm. because it's Mario and it's rabbits and people yep. Yep. like me can't stand the rabbits. <laughs> but in this context, they make them work, which mm-hmm. is already an achievement. <laughs> so, um, all right. So let's, what's the last tactics game that you played then? The last one? Mm. I can't even remember what it was. It was probably on the Nintendo DS. Uh, okay. You might, I, 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 if you know it, I would be very pleasantly surprised. But it was, it had to do with elemental witches, and you played like a rune knight. Oh, and God. it was, it was, <laughs> it's so embarrassing. But like, I was pretty young when I was when I played it. I think Nintendo DS. So <laughs> I'm really trying to think because I've played a bunch of them on DS, but. And it was that like a one, harem almost. It was horrible. I was like, I'm not here for this harem. I just want to play the tactics. Oh, I have but... no idea what this is. No, I'm sorry. Like, the witches you mentioned were cool. Har- you mentioned harem and I was like, no, I've never played anything oh, like that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> like, the, ol- the, only, the, the only thing in- involving harems that I've ever played were visual novels. Yep. Um, so, you know, because that's the st- usually the standard yes. thing when it comes to, like, dating sims. Um no, like I have no idea what that game would be. I have to I find was, it. I thought you might have said that you were going to say like I don't know, like Final Fantasy like twelve, mm. um, which had a tactics game on DS, um, or something Fire else. Fire I've never Emblem. played a Fire Emblem game. Surprisingly. Really? <laughs> My gaming uh, experiences are very. I feel like it's very limited. I would say. I think you might actually like Final Fantasy, uh, Fire Emblem. If you were to recommend one Fire Emblem game for someone who has never played any of them, which one would it be? Oh, that's tough because they've been actually pretty good <laughs> lately. If I had to recommend one, yeah, that was look. Well, actually, I would have to recommend the one that basically put Fire Emblem on the map proper, mm. and that would be Awakening on uh, DS. So mm. that was the first DS game. And that was the first mo- uh, handheld game that they pulled, put out uh, in years because the last game that they put out was on the Wii, which was, uh. I want to say, Path of Radiance, which was a sequel to a GameCube game. Right. And that did okay. And partially the reason why that did okay was because the main character was also in Super Smash Bros. Brawl. Mm. So there was brand, recogn- brand yeah. recognizability. Yeah, but the brand itself was not doing good in general. So Fire Emblem Awakening was essentially their love letter, love letter to Fire Emblem. Aww. And then it popped. Then it popped <laughs> off in the West, and they were like, "Oh wait, people actually like Fire Emblems." Like, yeah, when you make it like very like easy to play, like mm. the barrier they they reduce some of the barrier of entry. Like the main thing about Fire Emblem, of course, is the permadeath system. Oh, so okay. like you have a set amount of characters that you can that you have in the game. You have your starting characters. You can recruit characters, mm-hmm. um, but once a character is dead, that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, so people tend to do what what you call safe scumming. Uh, so if a character dies that they like, they will quit the game, right. reset it, and then they'll start the battle all the way from the beginning. Even if Ooh. even if they've spent like the past hour grinding this one battle <laughs> and trying to keep everyone safe and one character dies, nah. Reset the game, start over. Um, 
that's one of the barriers of entry just that they take they kind of sort of take away mm. with awakening where you can choose uh the modern difficulty where mm-hmm. if a character dies they only die for that battle and they get right. revived for the next battle um but you could also still choose like classic mode so that's like mm. permadeath um yeah i think that might be the best one or fire emblem echoes um also on the uh also on the 3ds mm-hmm. which has a rewind feature oh wow as well so on top of like not having the permadeath or having right. the permadeath as an option you can also like go back a couple of steps mm. in the battle um but you kind of have to build it up so i think that one um but in terms of accessibility at this point in time it would probably be three houses on switch uh, because that because you know everybody has a switch right um, so it's easier to play but if you like want something that is a bit more pure and something that is very <laughs> easy to and uh, that something that has a very easy level of entry it would be awakening because mm. that also doesn't have like three different like paths to choose and that's just a straightforward Ooh. story okay okay good to know yeah <laughs> um yeah. So if okay, so if Alan Wake is uh, if Alan Wake Two is on the list, yeah. And um, uh, what was the other game? That Persona was Tactics. Persona Tactics. It's kind of funny because so they're are the, so different. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean that doesn't really matter, right? Everybody can be into whatever they feel like. I mean, there you you have people that only pay FIFA games, and I'm like, why on mm. the earth are you spending your time? Wasting your money on stuff like that and freaking ultimate uh, ultimate teams and like just getting into the whole gotcha of it all. Uh, okay, so you you also mentioned that you play League. Do you still yep. like go back to that? Interestingly, I feel like now it's more been on and off. I think mm-hmm. what really got me into League was I actually met someone through just playing like the competitive mode and i think like we played together really well so then right after the match we like added each other and we just kind of played and honestly just developed like a great friendship so we ended up having this friend group that we played league with um probably every day and they this group kind of lived on the east coast i lived on the west coast there was a three hour time difference so now that we're kind of older, <laughs> we all have like, you know, regular jobs and things like that. So by the time I'm off work, it's already dinner time for them. And, you know, they have their own uh, families, whatnot. So it's a little bit difficult to find time to play together. Um, yeah. So whatever time we kind of just scrounge up, we kind of get together if possible. So, yeah, you're in there. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned something about time zones, and I don't think we yeah. actually brought it up, but where are you from? You don't oh. have to say, like, exactly <laughs> where, but, like, you can just mention the country. Um, I'm actually in Western Canada, so at this point in time, it's about, a l- it's actually 12 a.m. <laughs> uh, for Max, I believe it's about 9 a.m. Yeah, it's 9 a.m., yeah. So, yeah, big time difference here. It's yeah. nine, the nine-hour time difference. So that's fun. <laughs> so it, yeah so imagine like being able to follow one another uh through like streaming in that regard yeah time difference right mm-hmm. that just like that just shows you well especially if you put in the effort to actually follow someone uh, 
despite you know the time differences. Yeah, that just shows you how big and small the world is at the same time. Mm-hmm. Because through the power of the internet, right now we're doing this interview, yeah. and through the power of the internet, we're able to meet each other in this way, and people are able to interact with each other. You can have a mm-hmm. community that essentially has no boundaries. Yeah, um, and that is you know part of this whole thing. That's part of the beauty of it all. Um, and yeah, it it is true. You get older, it gets harder to like play games with each other. Like, mm-hmm. um, even with me, it, even with in with even within the same times within the same country, <laughs> it is almost hard, next to impossible, to like meet up. You have to like set yeah. up stuff in like weeks or months <laughs> in advance just so that you can play like one round of like yes. board games or whatever. Yeah. Um I am kind of curious though. What yep. is the highest rank that you got on league? Oh, uh, and follow up question to that. What is the highest rank you've gotten on Overwatch? Uh for league, I feel like I never really took it too seriously for competitive. So the highest rank I got was like and this is not very high at all by the way. So I got platinum. And this is probably like I don't know, season season zen maybe (laughs) (laughs) uh but i never played more than like maybe a hundred games per season which is like one year uh for overwatch i actually got up to masters master three snap okay yeah which was like a kind of a big surprise for me because like i I, it was one of those games i I don't take games competitive very seriously so i I think honestly i think there was really really i as as competitive as i am in other games because you can get pretty competitive <laughs> like i've seen enough like fall guys sessions with you where i'm like okay we're seeing we're seeing a different sign of right? umbra here and I, th- I i actually think that's why i'm very hesitant to do competitive because i'm scared to take it too seriously <laughs> so the casual oh my ones gosh. i could take yeah. seriously <laughs> okay okay yeah so uh, to be fair though, I would love to see like competitive Umbra like on like an official stage. Oh gosh, just be a lot <laughs> being of being a part of an official team, of an official esports team, just like being like full competitive mode. Oh my god, that would be so hilarious to see because you like I don't know if you've watched like any esports like matches, but you see yep. like the players, they're all like stone faced and like serious. <laughs> I can only imagine seeing Umbra just essentially like screaming and yelling and like be <laughs> like <laughs> and like cussing people out. <laughs> it's oh we haven't done that, that would make before. It, that that would make that would make esports so much more entertaining. Oh my gosh, why didn't people not do that more? That would make it so much more fun to watch. I mean, it's not like it's fine. It's just it would make it so much more fun to watch. Mm. Uh, all right. <laughs> well, I mean, you do you, if so at least when it comes to first person like team shooters, you're doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. Have you played Fortnite? Have I actually have you played Fortnite before? I have played I'm pretty sure three sessions of Fortnite. Okay. Um all of them have been no build. Um and I still have the default skin. I think I have one umbrella skin. Uh, and it's the parasol from the cyber feudal Japan battle pass thing. Mm. Um, 
the first <laughs> the yeah. first time I played uh, Fortnite, like I think you have to like, or at the time you had to press a button to attach yourself to like a pole to go down. Yeah, yeah. So no one on my team told me I had to press a button. <laughs> no. So I walked off the thing thinking I would just go down the pole <laughs> and I fell and died. <laughs> and I was like, how? No. You guys want me to play without even teaching me how to play? <laughs> oh no, that's so bad. Oh, gosh. But yeah. Oh, Fortnite, to be fair, great. the Fortnite <laughs> does not have... Uh, here's the thing. Fortnite... I don't know, like, I haven't played, I haven't played, like, a new game, like, as a new player in a really long time, so I don't know if they've changed it since they've changed the game so Mm. many times, but at least the first, I remember the first time that I played, there was, like, barely a tutorial, and I think part of it just assumed that you knew PUBG, Oh, and just, and just, like, kind of, like, oh, you've, I'm sure you've played PUBG before. Yeah, we're just going to toss you in and have fun. I haven't. Um, so I think that's part of the reason why it's kind of... Like, it doesn't have a high barrier of entry, but if you yeah. don't know how to play the game or yeah. like how to interact with the world, it gets a little bit like annoying really quickly. And back then, mm-hmm. you had to build stuff. You didn't have mm, the no-build yeah. mode. And <laughs> even when, even back then, I barely built anything. I had to be forced... <laughs> I had to be forced to learn to build stuff. Oh, um, and it's just, I mean, it's fine. Like, I can play Fortnite now, and, uh, but I I played very, very infrequently. Like, the only times that I really play it is if certain certain friends, like, want to yeah. play it. So outside of that, I almost barely never play. Unless there's a season that has, like, um, unique character skins. Like, I missed the Futurama one, so I'm kind of mm-hmm. kicking myself for that one. But yeah. Um, I also didn't want to spend like twelve bucks on getting a future on um, <laughs> Futurama skin, so I was like, "No, nah, maybe I'm good." Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Fortnite is Fortnite is a thing. It's also the reason why I'll never play it on stream unless something very drastic happens, or I have to do it for like a very very special stream because I would never play Fortnite on stream. Just like, do you think you just get would- like too frustrated? No, because I would get bored too quick. Ah. Like I, when I play, the real, like if I play single player, I will play maybe, maybe like five games. Yeah. And the only reason I'll continue is if I got a high enough rank. Right. Like if I didn't die like ninety fifth because I landed <laughs> somewhere I didn't have, or I landed somewhere where that where too many yeah. people landed. Which I don't do now anymore. I now I just like go as far away as possible and then <laughs> see how that goes. Um, but yeah, unless I'm playing with other people, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Um, other than that, I wouldn't do it unless it's something for. I wouldn't stream it unless it's for for a very special reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I would rather stream Genshin Impact before I would ever stream. <laughs> which I'd have. I think I actually have streamed Genshin Impact right. once, and I've never done it again. Um, mostly because, no, mostly because I have to play through GeForce now. Oh, and right. It works fine, but I haven't played. I barely play Genshin Impact, so yeah. I'm so far behind in terms of like lore and stuff. And I mm. kind of, I've, I've kind of been noticing that the Genshin Impact fan base, and I. I kind of don't want to say it, but I have to say it anyway. A little bit toxic. Um, little, just, just a little, just a, just a 
little bit, just a little bit. And I kind of don't want to dry, uh, like earn their ire, so I'd rather <laughs> yeah. not have to play Genshin unless um, I really feel like I want to play Genshin. And mm-hmm. to be honest, I prefer Honkai Star Rail over Genshin yeah. anyways. Have you played it? No, I was going to ask if you played it because everyone that I knew who played uh, Genshin moved mm. on to Honkai, and a lot of the people who did play really? both have just preferred Honkai more than Genshin. So, very interesting. I think, I think I also know why, because with Genshin, you have to actively play because it's an action mm. game. Yeah, but, yeah. But um, Honkai Star Rail has auto battle. Yeah. So, as long as your team composition is fine, Mm-hmm. You can turn on auto battle. Um, there are key battles in the story where you have to do manual battle, right? Which is a point where I'm currently at. I'm basic. I'm currently at the version 1.2 boss because it took me a really long time <laughs> to finally get to this part because my character's level sucked and I had to grind for like weeks because I'm. Oh I'm, gosh. I haven't. I, I've like. I've only bought like the the battle pass twice mm-hmm. and the only reason i bought them is because i completed the free path mm-hmm. that's the only reason why i bought yeah, them yeah. so like the last pass i didn't buy because i didn't complete it yeah makes sense but this time i'm moving towards that because i, I want to be able to like get certain characters hopefully. yeah um, I did get the like the I, I will say this i had this one moment of like the best, just just the best RNG ever. This was when they um, reintroduced Kafka, like one of the one of the right. characters. I, I know don't know if name. you've seen. <laughs> have you seen this the the character Kafka from from Honkai Starial? I've heard the name for sure. I don't okay, think hang I've. On. Okay, let me see. I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to like send it to you. <laughs> There's a. Uh, I remember actually a friend who plays Honkai was saying that the next couple of banners are just like all the characters that he wants. So he was like, my wallet is not safe. <laughs> oh yeah. Like if we're going to play, here's the thing. If you're going to play Banisher, you're, you're, you're dead. <laughs> you're dead. Like, and that, that it doesn't oh, matter gosh. if it's like, if it, it doesn't even matter what game it is, as long as if it's, um, if it's a, uh, what do you call it again? If it's a gotcha game and, you, and you're playing for banners, you're just going to screw yourself over, to be honest. <laughs> so I would not recommend doing that. All right, uh, let's see. All right. Oh, damn it. I just sent you to your URL. Hopefully that works. But yeah, so that's uh... Kafka. Yeah. Um, people call her Mommy. Um, it kind of reminds me of Makima from uh, Chainsaw Man. People also made that reference. Yes. Uh-huh. Like, she looks a lot like Makima. <laughs> And to be fair, Makima existed before Honkai was a thing, but mm. I don't know if that influenced her design. Mm. Or vice versa. I won't say vice versa because, like, <laughs> um, I seriously doubt that the, the 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 mangaka for like Chainsaw Man like plays gacha games. Um, but definitely feels like she was inspired by Makima. Yeah, um, I mean they both they both use guns, um, but Kafka also uses a sword, which is really cool. Mm. Uh, and like when her banner came up again because her banner came up twice mm-hmm. um the first time they introduced her and then i missed that one yeah and then they reintroduced it because of like a new like event yeah 
So when that one dropped, I had like an, I built up enough like patches mm-hmm. to do like a ten drop. Yeah, Ooh. I did that. For, I did that one. I was like, this it like <laughs> this ain't happening anyways. And I got her, and I was like, oh my Ooh. god, like first ten drop, let's go. <laughs> Unfortunately, I like I I didn't. I already had one of her like weapons. Yeah. So like you have like these things called like uh, light cones. Mm-hmm. Where, which are basically these cards and like there you have like the generic ones but you also have like the themed ones and yep. i have one of our themed ones that i <gasps> could, like linked her so i was like yes let's go <laughs> oh my god lucky's they in my got favor you. They, hooked they got you. <laughs> me they, they got me but only on the free stuff i will never like i will never pay for like their, their for like their in-game currency mm-hmm. like the battle pass i don't care if i complete it that yeah. means i've earned it right yeah and they've earned they've earned that moment of like getting yeah. like my ten bucks, but I'm not gonna like put in money to like get mm-hmm. like the, the the paid. No, 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 that's yeah. crazy. I've been, <laughs> I've been, I will say this, I've been close. Ooh. I've been so close. I was like, <laughs> no, no, I can do this. I can do this like by doing other stuff because there's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff to do in Star Rail. Like, mm. but the problem is, of course, it also kind of sort of uses a for the really good stuff yep. that you need to grind for, like for you know currency, like mm-hmm. experience points, um, items that you have to equip relics. Relics mm. you have to use like this stamina meter ish, which is also tied to like one of their currencies. Gotcha. I was like, no, no, I'm just gonna like <laughs> wait until it fills up the next day, and then I'm gonna grind some more then so i've been playing through it very patiently it's i think that yeah so it being turn-based makes it really great because i can do stuff while the game is like playing itself Mm -hmm. um so i'll be like okay i need to grind some xp or i need to grind some credits or i need to grind this i'll have that on and then i'll either be playing a different game in the background Mm. or i'll be like cooking or Uh cleaning or whatever so I'd be doing that instead. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's been it's been pretty fun. I kind of hate saying that it's been pretty fun. Um, <laughs> the only thing I wish is that it had the that it was also on GeForce Now because the mm, PC yeah. version of Genshin is on GeForce Now, but Honkai isn't. Um, and yeah, I would love to be able to play it on a bigger screen and mm-hmm. like, not have my phone overheat every time I play. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm like I'm using like an iPhone XR. That thing is like six years old now, and it's a miracle that it's actually able to play it. But yeah, it 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 really shows that it's like even mm-hmm. when I'm playing something like Marvel Snap, it's like yeah, mm, homie, why you, what, <laughs> why why one of these days? <laughs> so as I play it, so I also play it also on my on my on my computer uh, mm, on yeah. my Mac. Yeah, I wish that had a native Mac app. So it's it finally came out on PC, but I kind of wish it had a Mac app. But it's fine for what <laughs> it, it is. is. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so we're almost at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, just out of curiosity, because this yeah. is what in normal episodes, if there's time for it, I always ask. Um, so we know what you're playing on stream. Is there any game that you're currently playing off stream? oh okay so i actually i actually mentioned this to you before in passing but uh i finally got my hands on uh what is it master detectives code rain 
mm-hmm. rain code. Um, Danganronpa continued. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm excited. I decided I'm gonna just play that off stream and enjoy that on my own time because nice. I actually experienced the Danganronpa games with friends. So I would stream it on Discord and we would try to like figure out the cases that way. So um, I'm gonna oh, see that's if good. I can. Yeah, so I'm going to see if I can yeah. round up the same Cooper fence and see if we can do this one. It's literally been like at least, I don't know, like three years or something. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I'm excited. But what are your thoughts on the game? Um, well, to be fair, I've never played any of them, but mm. I have played similar games like 999. I don't know yeah. if you know that one. Yeah, great one. Um, I played that on the DS. Um, and uh, I have Virtue's Last Reward. Oh. On the 3DS. Yep. But I haven't touched it yet. Like, I bought that <gasps> one, like, years ago because it was on sale. Yeah. And I haven't touched it yet because I was like, oh, I'll get to it. I'll get to <laughs> it. And again, hence, pile of pile shame. Of shame. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I do still want to play that one. Yeah. I kind of hope that the trilogy of yep. those games will get re-released, like, on mm-hmm. like, modern consoles. I think honestly it would work very well on Switch. I thought um, so. I thought except it was already except, on Switch. <laughs> I don't know how they're gonna incorporate because those I think both games do utilize the dual screen nature. Mm, so I don't know how that's, right. that's gonna work. But they've put ghost the ghost trick on Switch. It's that true. works. So yeah. Um it's not impossible. It's just the question of is the is like are the developers and the publishers willing to yeah put in the effort um all right cool that's very nice to hear uh <laughs> i uh i am returning to i, I i've been playing Baldur's gate 3 like yep. uh, on stream but i'm just playing it off stream now um so i've been doing that um and i am finally returning to uh, xenoblade 3 to finally Ooh. finish it, I have I have not played that game for a really long time, and I promised someone to play and finish it so that we can actually have like uh, a spoiler uh, a spoiler Aww. talk about it. Um, and the DLC also finally came out, and that basically ends like the trilogy proper. So oh, I really wow. want to get to that content as well. Yeah. Um. So that's going to be my focus for the next uh, for for the rest of the year. Um. Ooh. That and of course all the gosh darn Mario games that are coming out. <gasps> yeah, so this month of October, we're having, of course, Super Mario Wonder. Don't talk to me amazing. about Elephant Mario. Do not, do not come at uh, me what, for what, Elephant Mario. What? Wait, why? Why? I don't what, like what, him. What? I don't like his design. What? I don't like why? him. Why? I don't have like you seen, him. Have you, seen, have you seen Elephant Peach, though? Don't. I didn't even know Elephant Peach existed, and now I kind of wish I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh my but she's so adorable she's pink and oh cute my. and big i can't i can't i know if i if i look up elephant peach right now i'm gonna be like angry for no reason at 12 30 in the morning <laughs> I, this is not it this is not the way <laughs> well at least at least um at least next month in november there's um Super Mario RPG, the remake oh, of yes. like, the, the Super Nintendo game, which yep. I've been looking forward to for crazy. So, sorry, Persona 5 Tactica. I'm going to have to skip <laughs> you for that because I've really been wanting to finish that one. It's okay. Like, I I've... will play it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's, I mean, it's a good way to end the year, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. fantastic games. Um, 
and like this whole month of october is just insane yeah um for people that are into games it's just gonna be crazy uh but yeah um i guess with that uh thank you so much Amber, for being here can you tell the lovely rivals uh where and how they can find you uh well first thank you max again for inviting me especially for this very special episode where we got to dress up. Oh, yeah. How many times have I worn this outfit in my life, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I was explaining to you earlier, like, how, like, this is the second time that I've done, like, yeah. the Kratos space paint. Um, and, like, this works because I've grown my beard out mm-hmm. recently. It looks so great. So I can actually be, like, dad Kratos. So that it, it, it kind of fits. It's not as big and massive as his, but, you know, it, it works. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I do really appreciate uh, for you for uh, for coming on. And I think you're the first. Are you the first streamer that I've gotten? Yeah, I think you're the first streamer that I've gotten on. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, yeah. So for Rivals, if you would like to find me, um, I if Western Canada. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yo, I, no doxing, no doxing. <laughs> I, I actually stream on Twitch um, Mondays and Fridays currently. Uh, I'm also very sparingly active on social media <laughs> under the same handle uh, for just some fun clips, some you know, some thoughts written down on Instagram sometimes. So. Yeah, you can find me there. And if you'd like some clips, uh, TikTok, sometimes YouTube shorts when I get around to uploading. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever your preferred social media medium is. Cool. Thank you. Um, And thank you, everyone, for listening. I really appreciate you. Uh, If you're on YouTube, thank you so much for watching as well. Don't forget to leave a like. Uh, leave a comment if you can uh, and of course uh, hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss any other episodes um, I'll also leave in the description below uh, links to Umbrellas uh, where you can find her uh, as well as in the top uh, corner card uh, where you can find her on Twitch and uh, yeah you can find us on every podcasting service of course we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts Spotify, Stitcher you need it. You're, we're probably there. Um, you can also reach out to me at GameRivalsFeedback at, ga- at gmail.com uh, if you have any kind of comments or any feedback uh, about Game Rivals. Uh, we appreciate it. Um, you can also find me on uh, Twitch, which is uh, at uh, ga- uh, Maximilian underscore X, uh, or on Instagram with the same handle, or on TikTok, which I barely am on. Um, <laughs> but you can also find... Uh, me uploading shorts of uh, my uh, Twitch channel there as well. And uh, soon I'll also be uploading shorts for Game Rivals episodes on the Game <gasps> Rivals channel. So you can find it there as well. Uh, and uh, that is it. Uh, so I don't know if you remember the outros for these, uh, Umbra, but uh, I always sign off with uh, I am always and will always be. So if you did me the honor in joining me on that one. We? Do I say we? But I can't say we, right? <laughs> no, you no, you just say I, I oh, have been oh, and always will be. Sorry. I yeah. I am. And I always will be. Am I supposed to say my <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> sorry, yeah, you're supposed to say your name. <laughs> I I have been and always will be, Brawless. And I have Max. been. Ha <laughs>
<laughs> you can also find me on his channel on Twitch, asking him to do 24-hour streams. <laughs> Never. <laughs> and I have been and always will be Maximilian X, and I'll catch all of you beautiful rivals next time. Later. <laughs>